1: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
0: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas?
1: Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness.
0: Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
0: Welcome to the Battlefield Show. I am Scott Gibson, your Commander-in-Chief. Guiding you through the battlefield of life. You know what you're here for. No more messing about. Stick the tape in. Hit the track. Onwards! How we doing team? Episode 7, we are fucking... I mean we're building content, that's what we're doing. Episode 7 of the Battlefield Show, welcome back to our masses. I mean, I'm looking at the numbers now, you're you're talking, there could be anything from 6 to 7 people listening to this podcast right now and... I value every single one, I'm fucking joke, man, there's, there's eight or nine cunts listening all the time, nah, I mean, but thank you everyone who has done so, um, how you been, Monday again, Monday, the bastard, and 18th of November, I don't know about you, but it feels like this month is lasting forever, man, it feels as if we rushed all the way up to November, and now that we're in November, we've been fucking stuck here for quite some time, but we are in it, deep. Quickly approaching the end. I don't know how you feel about the whole Christmas situation. I just think it's still too early. And I don't think that's you know, being a Scrooge or, or you know, like just a, a grumpy old man. I just I still just think it's too early for all the Christmas shit. I, I understand this the festive period is about one thing, uh, money. No, if those of you who are thinking family, you're you're wrong because let's be honest, you get to a certain point where you don't necessarily want to spend especially Christmas Day. I mean Christmas Day is one of those days where if you had the choice, you'd be in your comfies with as much cheese enough cheese to kill an average human and you would consume it watching old television and some football, if possible. But the festive period is about money to be buying stuff and I get that shops, especially the high street, they need to get as much in there as, as humanly possible so that you can start to buy stuff. I'm even having the conversation you know, with the missus, you know, what what are we getting? The the nieces, what what do you want? I need some ideas. Because that's this is the thing, ladies. You you there's no point in being subtle with men. You, you we need you need to have the, the, the subtle touch of a fucking sledgehammer, right, so, instead of running the risk of potentially being, not upset on Christmas Day, but certainly, you don't want to have the feeling of, the stuff I've got him is far better than the stuff he's got me, nobody wants that, right, no, the joy of giving is far more than the joy of receiving. ...we are constantly told... ...but it is nice to receive something exciting... ...so see it... ...see if there's something you want... ...just fucking tell us... ...just tell us... ...and see if in your head you're going... ...I really want this thing but... ...I'm just scared if I tell him... ...you know you you might... ...you might think... ...well why did you tell me how it's going to get... ...no... ...just fucking tell us... ...there's nothing that we would love more... ...than just to come in one day... ...and your partner say... ...listen... ...see Christmas... Um, I want this, this, and this, and um, can you can afford, get something out of that list. People are fucking jobs are good, job is a good. I've made the mistake as well. Here's the thing: I can't hold my water. So I got the missus two things recently, and in my head I generally thought I'll stick that away for Christmas. I'm getting prepared, you know. I'm getting a good base layer in, right? And then when it turned up, I just went, oh, I actually left it in the kitchen. She went, what's that? I went, oh, that's the thing I got you. And then new we're, we're back to fucking square one. But I hope you're all getting prepared for Christmas. The festive period is upon us. Um, quality Street is it here. Talking a fucking Quality Street. John Lewis, right? Now, I used to think John Lewis was like a kind of fancy shop. For cunts, right? Posh bastards. Basically, there was a time when Marks and Spencer's was the fancy shop, right? And then Marks and Spencer's got a wee bit kind of shitty and they started doing, you know, cheaper food. And, and anybody could shop in Marks and Spencer's, right? And it lost its touch. And then I thought John, fuck John Lewis is the place where the dafties go, right? But it's just effectively a a department store that just sells decent gear, Right? it's not that expensive and long story short in john lewis i don't know what i don't know what we're looking for but we were in and um ended up getting a few bits and pieces right you're digressing here Scott. get to the point quality street so i'm on a floor this is john lewis in edinburgh and there's a wee lassie standing a wee lassie she's a woman a young woman standing and there's quality street right now it's in like kind of buckets, right, or it's like a a display case, So if you imagine all the stuff that comes in a Quality Street tin, it's all broken down into individual buckets, right, and I was like, you can customise a tin a Quality Street. Let let me just say that again. You get a tin, now if you want, you can put a name on it, right, you can put like, mum, dad, father, Papa, mother, I don't know if you can put cunt on it, they might not let you put a swear on it, but, put a street name, that was one of the things, you can put a street name on it, anyway, you get a tin, and you fill it with the fuck you want, so, if you are a quality street connoisseur, and you like the big purple one, fill it with the big purple ones, who does not enjoy a big purple one, we've, we've all had, a tin of quality street, the first thing you'll ask is, how long has it been there for, because if it had been sitting, in a in a family environment for longer than an hour, the chances of you getting a decent bit of quality street are long fucking gone. But imagine having a full tin a big purple ones. I mean I I think that we're just gonna I think we're just gonna get a tin of fucking own Quality Street and just sit and tan fuck at it during Christmas Day. Oh, I think the Mistress want to go and get it as presents for people, but you've got to sneak one in for yourself, man. I'm trying to think, sometimes the toffee coins, is that, that the, the mint, the kind of triangle one? That's not too bad, but it's always the same with these things. You know, whenever you get like a box of chocolates or stuff like at Christmas, you're always left. And see if you're one of the, i am tell you something else, man. See when I am King of Scotland. When the Tories get back in and the revolution comes, Scotland finally leave. And in the Great War of twenty thirty, um couple of things I'm going to bring into any pass, into power. One, if you are caught wearing leggings in the street or active gym wear um without actually being on your way or travelling from a gym, you'll be incarcerated and number 2 uh, obviously this is within a, a whole list of, of law enforcement but if you're one of these people who when you finish a chocolate puts the wrapper back in the tin there's a special place in hell for council you There's a you, you're up there for me you're up there with hitler <laughs> <laughs> What did discount kind of do? Fucking guess six odd million Jews. You're, oh, what a bad bastards. And him, he put the rappers back in a ten quality street. You fucking disgust me. <laughs> but yes, Christmas is upon us. Get yourself with John Lewis, man. Tell him the big man sent you. 50% discount. Remember the junkies used to come in the door and let rob stuff so they'd let chat with the door and, and offer you. Things, do you know what I mean? I used to get junkies, Renaults, that would like, they would take orders. <laughs> so you get go out and be like, all uh, uh, right, man, I've got a couple of CDs, and it's just blank CDs, it's just something they've lifted at the shop. Shampoo. Is there anything you're looking for? Is there anything you're looking for? <laughs> these these junkies are pioneers. They They are effectively Amazon before Amazon became a thing. A junkie that would steal to order is effectively what Amazon is the new. Think about it, right? You, It's, a, it's a, a faceless transaction. No physical money changes hands. You click a wee button to say you want it, and it arrives. Usually, nine times out of ten, delivered by someone who's had drug addiction problems in the past... There's, there's, sometimes junkies are the 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 minds that they have, man. I mean, they're the most focused business minds there is. You 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 think if you if you're on, I mean, I don't even know what people get nowadays for signing on. I don't imagine it's much, but these fuckers can make it stretch a month and continue to feed a drug habit. You should put a junkie as Chancellor like Sort this nonsense, out eh? after Brexit fucking Mad Davey we mad time in the front row going oh, I'm going to fucking <laughs> they used to steal the order I remember somebody came at the door and they had like a, a set of razors like clippers to sell nah mate nah 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 not for me man you had any bath towels no mate but I'll get you some we call you after and then just go and rob bath towels what's that got to do with John Lewis? I don't know this is how these conversations work, we fucking just go off in tangents. Maybe you could employ a junkie to frequent John Lewis and steal whatever you need. I imagine they would be rumbled straight away by the uh, ex paramilitaries militaries that run John Lewis' security system. Also John Lewis, let you take Dougs in. The tour manager enjoyed uh, a pleasant stroll around John Lewis uh, this, this, this very afternoon. So get along, man. I imagine you can get these quality street things elsewhere. It's the only place I've seen it. This this podcast is not sponsored by John Lewis. However, if they want to sponsor it, I'll fucking happily take the money. I did uh, see this week. I never realised there's a guy in America called John Lewis. His name's John Lewis, and he's got the Twitter handle at John Lewis. So obviously, I saw a wee tweet. I'm getting excited. It's that time of year again when the John Lewis Christmas advert is coming out. And to be fair, he's got a good bit of banter, man. You know, when people had been tweeting at John Lewis going, I have bought this um, caviar for the uh, canopy party that we're having this evening. And may I say, it's absolutely disgusting. And he gives him a bit of banter back, man. So it's fucking... What Twitter should be, you know what I mean? For a laugh. What social media is meant to be, having a laugh. But as usual, these things get hijacked. By a bunch of fucking sour faced cunts. Twitter, Twitter the new, I'm, I'm at my absolute wits end with Twitter man. I have I have a good strike system that's been in overflow recently man, which is, I don't know if it's a, the moon and the stars, I don't know if it's a, 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 something's been aligned somewhere that people are acting a bit more cuntish more than ever, but the strike system works as you turn off people's retweets, right, if they start retweeting a hell load of shite, and you don't, you don't block people, man, that's, that's an amateur move, you don't, you don't block cunts, right, because here's the thing, trolls exist forever, and there are just some people in this world who like nothing more than to see people fail, or to see people hurt, or to see people upset, and by you blocking them on social media, it's not going to change, if anything, oddly, that's exactly what they want. You know how many times have we seen it on on Twitter especially where someone will tweet oh well I guess they couldn't take it then and it's a picture of them saying you've been blocked from you like why are you such a pathetic little cunt? Even if it is a piece of shit that's blocked you. Most of the time it runs to see like Piers Morgan or who's that other fucking nugget that kicks about you know, and and they'll tweet a picture going like, oh, I guess they just couldn't take it then. like, I mean, why are you wasting your fucking time even tweeting these people? Why are you wasting your time engaging on any level with someone who you either despise, someone who you hate, someone who you completely uh, disagree with? You've taken time out of your day to go and, Seek out that person. Find that person. Find a a, a message, find a tweet, a quote, whatever. Then reply to them. Engage with that person. And then push it to the point where they have blocked you so you can't see anything else. And you then take the time to screenshot that and put out your post. Guess they couldn't take it. (laughs) How invaluable is your time? That's what I often think about trolls, man. Something that has happened quite recently in in my in my game in comedy, man. And it, it's, someone was doing a gig, and uh, it was a, a huge gig, man. Absolutely incredible, considering the the number of people that came along in this gig. And the the abuse, man. Just the, the vile hatred and jealousy that you see, and you're thinking, you you have you have taking time out of your day to engage with us. No, the, the people who you're trolling, I don't give a fuck. I still get it now. I, I get the other day, somebody tweeted something. I know, sometimes people think they're funny by, you know, messaging you back a kind of cheeky remark or a comment sometimes. And I've, I've had people message me going, oh, did you see that? I don't couldn't give a fuck, man. My time is far too valuable to engage in this kind of stuff. The, the best thing you can do... The, especially for Twitter man is like you you mute people, right? So you just don't see them, they just don't exist anymore. You don't you don't need to engage with it. I was kicking with, with someone last week and um she was telling me about some some abuse that she'd been getting on 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 Twitter again because of a, a comment that she would put up about something that was in the news. And I'm going, why why waste why waste your time engaging with these people? Because oddly, that's exactly what they want. You know? They're, they're so Unhappy and sad in their own little world, that they need this validation by almost feeling as if they are passing their sadness and their anger onto someone else, and that's what the trolls get, man. It just feeds feeds them, you know. I just don't engage with man. I just don't even bother with it. I, social media. The is just fucking it's horrific. And a lot of the, the, the other sides of that is, I think, the problems, so Especially now, right? Because we've got the election coming up, so you can imagine it's all fucking full guns, right? And even in comedy, the early comedy was a thing where we would openly make light of a subject or, or discuss things, but as long as you are on the, as they would say, the right side of the argument, which in this case is, is the left... No, I'm 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 an SNP man. I have been since a, since I was a young guy, and I, I will continue to be. I, I imagine um, for me, Labour in Scotland is is useless. Uh, I mean, don't even get started in the Tories, man. But if you openly hold an opinion that is against the majority, especially within a creative world, then you have no idea the backlash that's going about just now. And I just think that people are, especially even at this time, people are maybe having conversations. And and to tie that back to social media, people will build a community for themselves with people who share the exact same views as them. So it then becomes very difficult for anyone to have a, a balanced viewpoint on anything because the majority of the space that you will get your news or your information from or your interactions will be from a very hand-picked group of people that share those views and if anybody comes along who doesn't share those views even if they put it across in a way that is calm, respectful, you know, conversational nine times out of ten they'll just jump on it and shut you down, call you abusive names, start trolling you. And it goes for there. I mean, at a time I can't even believe we're having an election, man. Another one. It's going to be fucking horrific. It's going to be absolutely horrific. I didn't even know what I was talking about, man. That was mad. But aye, so Quality Street, <laughs> fucking hell, Scotty boy. <music> one thing, obviously, that's been. A big news story, um, and I imagine most of you've seen it on news. The fucking mad Andy, the bold Prince, Duke of York. Nah, eh? he had ten thousand men, and he sent them out to get wins. Prince Andrew, uh, the Duke of York. Uh, he did the interview for the BBC. Now, I um, the on- the only good thing about. ...about this story or this situation is... ...unlike the whole fucking Savile bollocks... ...now I know Savile was taking wanes... ...right? There's, There's no one in the world... ...I would think... ...who would disagree with the fact that Prince Andrew's a fucking... ...dirty bastard, right? I don't think there's anyone who... ...would disagree with that. My problem with the whole a documentary, but the, the the interview on the BBC was, what was the point of it? That's that's the first thing. What what was the fucking point of it? Other than to give him, effectively, a, a get out of jail card with the media. Because that's it now. That's him done. He will disappear. And here's the thing, I was saying this to my missus my today. Um before the whole epstein thing right who and also if you think that that man actually fucking committed suicide you're a bigger mug than fucking andrew you you've got to be i suppose you've got to be careful what you're saying but you can't you you can't even begin to imagine the stuff that goes on in that world Right, now Epstein's a, a, a normal guy, he's as close to, to us as you can get within that circle, in the sense that he is not a fucking prince, right, he is not one of the lizard people. No wonder the cunt Disney sweat, right, he's a fucking lizard. I mean, even that with a fucking sweat. <laughs> that was one of the best, that was one of the best bits in the whole fucking interview he just had to get in there as well yes I actually came under fire in the Falklands, and I was shot during active duty oh right so you're a fucking war hero as well as a nonce and I had a, an, an overdose of uh, adrenaline and it stopped me sweating for, for quite some time but you know recently um, in, in recent days weeks and months and years through um, you know therapy and having sex with underage women I've been able to sweat again <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the current man never fucking broke sweat during that interview. You know? Never fucking broke sweat. He's a lizard. I think that. Obviously, Epstein, right? He's got himself involved in stuff with extremely wealthy and powerful people and whatever's happened, it's kept me ahead, and the man knew too much, you know, and there was absolutely no, I mean, he probably knew cell, there was no way in hell they were ever going to let him stand trial, no way in fucking hell, he must have known himself, he must have been sitting in that cell waiting for the fucking SAS Navy SEAL MI5 fucking Every major international fucking organisation from the world's probably sent somebody into that fucking cell. I imagine it was a been as exciting. Remember the, the, the images of Obama sitting in when they were going to get bin Laden? I imagine it probably went even with, with, with more clinical operation than that. Imagine, imagine the stuff that that man knows, that that man has seen. That that man set up. There's no way in hell they would ever let him go to trial. So they kill him, you know, string him up, make a little suicide, and then Prince Andrew gets on. Now I imagine Lizzie is went, listen, you fucking dirty beast. <laughs> See, I always imagine the queen in this situation, like, sitting with a, like, a fucking leper print dressing gown on, a pair of slippers, hairy legs, right? Because she's not shaving anymore, man. She's fucking in her 90s. Know what I mean? Sitting smoking a fag, sick corgis at her feet. Big, massive heat on the fag. Refusing to put the ash in a tray. Bring the cunt in. Now you listen to me, you fucking daft bastard. I'm sick of bailing you out. You're going to sit down with that mad bird for the bbc and you're going to tell her all the shit you've been getting up to you understand me i just thought it was a complete waste of everybody's time because like i said it's just given him i think a a get out of jail card in the sense that he can go look i'm not discussing this anymore i've given him interview interview the bbc and that is me done because you're never going nobody's ever going to bring charges against prince andrew it's just not going to happen you imagine the, the resources that are, they fucking killed Diana for God's sake they killed a woman in a tunnel and every one of you fucking believe that they, they killed one of their own and you think Anne's going to hurt the Prince Andrew when he's doing that interview and he's reading out some names of people I'm going there must be MI5 agents just standing in the back fucking writing these names didn't a hit list going right we'll start with him we'll just work our way down if you were at one of these mad orgies or one of these sex parties in like a these New York apartment or on a fucking island you'd be keeping your mouth shut man you're gonna end up with a broken bone in your neck fucking hanging for a sale <laughs> so what What I'm saying is I just felt that if you've got one opportunity even when they, when they start you know when they had them walking down the corridor as if the best pals. As if I've going, Oh yes, this is Buckingham Palace. This is a, a, a painting that um, my mother, the Queen, your Queen, um, actually stole from from the Nazis. I say stole. Um, they would give it to her as, as a present. Um, even that, you're going. If you are going there to be effectively an investigative journalist, right, to really put him on the spot and quiz him on serious allegations. Not only against him, but against someone who is clearly is a very good friend of his. You would go in heavy. They probably need fucking. Should have drafted Paxman in for it, but men, then they probably wouldn't have done it. That whole walk at the start, man, then they sat down and all, Your Royal Highness, thank you for. It. I mean, even that, even even that felt as though when she was addressing him as Sir and Your Royal Highness, even that felt as though it was coming across as, "Don't you forget who the fuck I am, and I will do whatever the fuck I want to whoever the fuck I want, because you are sitting in Buckingham fucking Palace. Do you know who my mom is?" <laughs> Talking about, we'll go on to the things that you're you're doing uh, shortly. You know, your Royal Highness. Just oh my. Uh, Prince Andrew, um, thank you for joining us here. Um, we'll start off with with uh, an easy question. Who killed Diana? <laughs> Get him talking, man. And then just, just keep on him. How many uh, Waynes have you fucked? I beg your pardon. Uh, so how many children have you fucked? I'm not here to discuss that. How many children have you fucked? Just, just keep on him, man. Instead of this... But but it it was convenient to stay at your friend's house. Ah, it's convenient to stay at my friend's house. Do you know why it's convenient to stay at my friend's house? Do you know how hard it is to sneak fourteen-year-old prostitutes into a hotel? Very difficult. <laughs> it just felt like a complete waste of time. That's what it felt like. It felt as if he's clearly talking shite, He's clearly talking nonsense, and nobody's pushing him. You know. Even if it's like, is there anything you want to say? She's <laughs> going, No. Fuck off. <laughs> the bold Prince Andrew man. Like, you can't even begin to imagine the fucking shit that goes on. Now, obviously there's there's loads of stories and that I imagine someone you have heard, right? And and apparently there's like newspapers that have got these super injunctions and super duper fucking Captain America injunctions and stuff. There's stories in a vault somewhere that can never be released and I've, I've heard stuff from people who used to be journalists and i'm, I'm sure a lot of these are just fairy tales Do you mean it's spoken about by other journalists but the, the big one was that i had heard gordon ramsay and fucking gary lineker when many be having an affair right all that stuff and the one the beautiful one that i heard was that apparently tom cruise the bull tom cruise is a sex island sex island tom cruise is a sex island um fuck knows where it is. But even this, the the American came in. I, I don't know where any of these places are. You know, it's like it's like another planet. how, how is the the climate events, tsunamis wiping out all these beautiful tropical resorts, and yet these fucking pedo hunters have got vast compounds in the middle of fucking nowhere. Anyway, so the story here was that Tom Cruise is a sex island, um, and he takes up to uh, 20 rent boys on the island, uh, and he releases them, <laughs> he releases them uh, on the grounds of the uh, compound, and then he hunts them, <laughs> he hunts them, and he fucks them, right, now, when someone tells you that a partner is a story that Tom Cruise is a sex island... On which he, because the, the thing that shot at first was was hunt, right? So there's obviously an element of, that's what gets him excited. He hunts red boys and uh, when he catches them, he shags them, right? First time you hear that, you go, don't talk fucking nonsense, right? You're you're, you're not, you're drunk, you're steaming. An hour later, a day later, a week later, while well, that is festing in your head, you're going, that could be fucking true, by the way. <laughs> That could be true. And here's the other truth of it. See, because it's a guy hunting guys, nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Tom Cruise can hunt all the wee fucking male rent boys he wants, nobody would give a fuck. So I can't even begin to imagine what goes on in the lizard world. What's some under his eye, blessed be the fruit, Illuminati fucking lizard god god knows the shit that these people got up to man. even in your head if you can imagine the most fucked up debauchery that you can think of some eyes wide shut fucking oh at Disney it wouldn't even come close to the most vanilla basic shit that these people got up to and I'll tell you what'll happen to Prince Andrew fuck all that's what happened to him. Because here's here's the other thing as well. See, before all of this kind of came to a head and he did the interview, where was he? Nobody fucking knows. You hear nothing of the man. That's the one thing that you've got to dip your cap to the bold Liz. That, that fucking palace, the royal family, they are watertight nothing fucking gets out, you know, and, and unless unless there's a story they want to spin or, or something that they want to discuss or speak on, fucking watertight man, so you think of some of the stories that I've got out, imagine the fucking shit that has gone on, that they don't even allow to reach to the press. All that'll happen, he'll get his knuckles wrapped off, off his mo. You know, maybe she'll take a couple of patents off him, take some land, take a castle or something. And he'll he disappear. He'll 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 withdraw from public life, he'll continue to fucking talk on these various boards that he sits on or charities that he's part of. Because that they, they all it just all operates together. You know? And I saw someone mention out there how how they felt that they were they were so they felt so unjust by the whole interview because they felt that the man has clearly done wrong but yet will never be brought not even to justice but to to be questioned for his actions. And it would it will drive you insane if you think about this stuff. You just have to accept that there is a there is a world that exists that you will know nothing of or ever be part of. And within that, there there are levels of that world. We operate as normal people in the normal world. We get up, we go to work, we do a job, we pay our bills, we pay our mortgage, we try and find a little bit of happiness along the way, you do so, you die, you hope you leave your family in good health. And you move on to whatever happens next. And then there are people above you who have extreme wealth. Who have incredible resources at their, their disposal. Who will operate in a world that you, again, won't even know the beginning of or exist of what happens in it. And then there is a level above that. Aristocracy, people who are born royal families in that world again it would blow your mind if he even knew half the shit that goes on so you just need to think hey let them fucking go on with it let them fucking go on with it bold Andrew man Duke of York I was reading a thing actually about him that uh, so he was born where is he 1960? Ah, 1960 was born, right? Now, at the time of his birth, in 1960, he was second in the line uh, for succession to the throne, right? So I imagine it would have been Charles, then him. Number two, right? Second in the league, challenging for the title, in 1960. Now, as of November 2019 he's now 8th in line, <laughs> he has fucking, fallen from grace, the cunt's gone, from number 2, to 8th, no chance man, that's league 1 shit, the cunt's at like leads, he was once, a European powerhouse, challenging for the top title, and now the cunt's in 8th place man, but he'll still be a billionaire, never have any worries, never have any stress, doesn't even sweat. Cunt doesn't even sweat. That's how fucking cushy he is. He's out there pumping wains on a sex island and the cunt doesn't break sweat. But yet, we have got to go to work tomorrow. Some of you are probably listening to this on your way to work. Some of you might be listening to it on your way home from work having a shit Monday. I am recording this podcast a mere mile, one mile from Hollywood Palace. Imagine the the wealth is in there that could be redistributed among the country. But hey, we need the royals, you know? They've got to keep the American and Japanese tourists coming in. That's a different conversation for another day. Let's do some facts about Scotland. Let's run through some of them. I've got something a little bit different for you in this episode. Um... I've gone for, rather than some facts, um, because we're going, we need to break it up every now and again. I mean, I can't I can't keep hitting you with fucking zingers, episode after episode. So what we're going for is we're going for an on this day. Eh? Come on. On this day in Scottish history. Now, it is the 18th of November, um, as you listen to the podcast. So let's run through... I can't even speak today, man. I've not done enough coffee, that's what it is, I've not done enough coffee and I'm fucking, I'm rambling man, I've got Epstein and Nandy in my head, <laughs> on this day, um, some Scottish facts, uh, what have we got here, um, 18th November 1785, fuck me, a long time ago, on this day, uh, in 1785, the birth, near uh, Cooper, Of Sir David Wilkie. Who was a Scottish artist. Who made his name for his works. Depicting historical and religious subjects. Though he also painted portraits. And a range of other subjects. Sir David Wilkie. uh, Born on this day 1785. On this day 1870. The first seven female undergraduates. Studying medicine at the University of Edinburgh. Are prevented from sitting an exam. By the Surgeon Hall riot, oh, Surgeon's Hall, you know there's a a bit up at um, Summer Hall, there's there's a room called Surgeon's Hall, I wonder what that is, what part of University of Edinburgh that is now, maybe it's up at TV, I don't know, but on this day 1870, the first seven female undergraduate studying medicine at the University of Edinburgh are prevented from sitting an exam, um let's go for another one a 1982 more recent on this day in 1982 the south ford causeway between Bembecula and south uist is opened in a ceremony held in a severe gale obviously it's a severe gale it's fucking in Bembecula. beautiful part of the country if you've never been up there uh to the islands you know i've never been to stornoway or Orkney or Shetland, and I really fucking want to go. Ideally, I'd go up and do a couple of gigs because uh, then it's a wee working holiday and it, and it kind of makes it more worthwhile. But I, w- I would love to go, man. I'd love to go up to Stornoway and I'd love to go up to the islands. I- I've done a few island gigs before, and the west coast of Scotland is one of the most beautiful places in the world man it's unbelievable I also keep saying you know, they've got this new the northern 500 or whatever it's called this kind of 500 mile stretch a beautiful pristine tarmac road that travels I believe just outside Inverness all the way around the north of Scotland and then comes back through the like, ullapool and stuff like that I keep saying I'm going to do these things and I never do 2020 man that's going to be the year I started thinking already about some stuff that I need to get like kinda goals to set and stuff and, and actually start to plan the diary a bit better instead of just saying yes to everything man. I need to start taking, you know, a couple of weekends off every now and again. Um so that I can actually kinda kinda do some stuff, man. Enjoy enjoy life a bit more, you know. Also start to have some more experiences, so I've got some things to talk about. That that needs to be the, the next thing. But there there's some Scottish facts for you. Uh, that's probably quite good for a old pub quiz on this day. 1785, Sir David Wilkie's born. 1870, seven female undergraduates can't again for an exam because they are fucking riot, classic Scottish behaviour. And 1892 the South Ford Causeway between Benecular and South Uist is opened. There's your facts. Doesn't it make you proud to be Scottish? <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff recently on, mostly Instagram, where it'll be selling, you know, like different products, I mean, can you even call them products? It's basically bits of shit, right, that you would never even consider buying, but you find yourself watching these clips... Going, what the fuck like who's buying this stuff two two things that, I, that i'd seen right now the first one actually reminded me of, of an old billy Connolly sketch i think that's the reason why i watched it to the end it's from the um an audience with billy Connolly, which is arguably one of the greatest stand-up specials that i think has ever existed and if you've if you've never seen an audience with billy Connolly, you need to watch it man it's spectacular it's absolutely spectacular I think there was a time when I want to see ITV because it definitely was the BBC but they they had this maybe it was BBC but they, they had this um, run of shows where it would be an audience with and it was things like um, oh fuck who done them?" Elton John did one which was also great um, I can't remember right off the top of my head but it was a, a, a list of celebrities did these audience with and basically they have a two-tier stage setup, the first tier is all celebrities in fucking quotes on quotes, right, so it's people like weather presenters, and there's a few celebrities in there, right, but no men, and then the top half is, is punters, and a lot of them went out, and they they were awful, they were they were truly fucking awful, they would say things, you know, they'd just stand there and go, does, does anyone have a question, and then just talk about a shite question, whereas Conley went out, and just did what he does, just did a set and it was it was fucking amazing. But he's got a bit in it where he talks about, you know, cut your hair with this thing, and it's like a comb with a fucking razor on it and or the big slipper or the, the jackets and so I'd seen these things adverted, right? And and the, and the first thing I saw was, and I'm no making this up, you'll be able to find it on Instagram somewhere, chainsaw trousers. Let me just say that again. Chainsaw trousers. Trousers. Now these are the trousers made of chainsaws. It's no trousers with wee chainsaws on them. It's no some fucking forward thinking. We have recycled um, chainsaws from the Amazon basin and made them into trousers by using a very ethical factory in Pakistan where we pay our workers with uh, raisins and cashew nuts and we invest those profits into ourselves by charging you £900 for a pair of trousers. It's trousers that are designed to withstand the impact of a chainsaw. Again, let me just say that out loud. Trousers that are designed to to take away the impact of a chainsaw. So it's like tree surgeons, fucking workies, loggers, that kind of thing. And what it does is it, it shows you the chainsaw swinging and snagging on a pair of trousers, right? And it just cuts them up. And they have a they have a dummy, because obviously you can't do it on a real person. They've got one of these mannequin dummies, right? Now, I have no idea what these things are made of. At some point in their life, everybody has touched a mannequin dummy, right? They're fucking, they're solid, right? They're solid. So they put a pair of these trousers on the dummy and they lie the dummy down. And then they start up a chainsaw and they just put the chainsaw down on its leg and it kind of snags in the material and it bursts the material a bit and the chainsaw comes to a stop, right? Because it's got that mechanism in it that if it snags, it cuts it, right? And it actually looks quite impressive because it kind of bursts through the first layer and then it looks as if there's kind of stuffing coming out of it and it it snags all together and, and the chainsaw stops. See when they take the trousers off that dummy. Now, I'm expecting the mannequin just to look at the Its leg was fucked two bits. Two bits? How is this an advert? You you do know that human skin is far thinner than a fucking plastic mannequin. They took this thing off. The plastic was all burst. It was doing into what would have been the fucking meat what was your leg if that is cutting through these trousers and ripping a mannequin to fuck imagine what that is doing your leg but yeah there's some fucker watching it going "Hey, Bobby get us a pair of these chainsaw trousers will you who, who buys this stuff the other one was a cleaning product I'll try to talk about how it was something like I had a kid like sneezing or fucking been sick or some shit like that and it was talking about how like ...things that you touch on a day-to-day... not that everybody pushes this... ...that everything's covered in shit, right? Y- you would get that all the time... What, like, ...do you know there's actual human shit ...in your keyboard? Look, there's shit everywhere, right? Do you know the only thing... ...that Disney have shit on it? A newborn baby... ...well, I mean even... ...they've got shite on them... ...everything's covered in shit... ...right? Let's just accept that... ...the world in which we live... ...and operate... ...is covered... ...in a very thin layer of shite you can't run for it you can't escape it it's fucking covered in shite that's it just accept it they they had these things it's like cleaning your phone and in between wee bits and going through all the kind of nooks and crannies of your phone and make sure you clean it out because there could be stuff in there there's shit there's fucking the amount of farts you do during the day There's, there's shit particles everywhere no, Nobody's ever, nobody's ever been in a hospital, right, and you've gone in, A&E, going, I'm feeling, I feel terrible, doctor, I really feel, I'm just not feeling great, can you speak to somebody and talk, talk us through your day, What, what is your, day? let's take some bloods, man, let's take some blood tests, let's just see what's going on here, and then next minute, fucking alarm's going off, doctor's running in, you've been quarantined, they've shut apart the hospital down. You know, they've got your family up next to the There's a priest there ready to speak to you. What's the matter, doctor? He's been exposed to too much feces on his fucking keyboard. There's shit everywhere, man. I just don't understand who's buying this stuff. It had to go somewhere. There was a time when, does QVC even still exist anymore? It must be. Somebody's mom must still be sitting fucking buying stuff off QVC. They've got to find a way to punt this crap. Do you know what I mean? And I suppose, again, social media makes the, the perfect place to do it. You're sitting at home, bored, just scrolling. Next thing you know, the wife's saying to me, were you having a drink last night? No, I wasn't. When I went to bed, did you sit up and have a couple of beers? Oh, honestly, I swear to God, why are you asking that? Because there's a fucking six pair of chainsaw trousers just turned up. <laughs> six pair of chainsaw trousers half a litre of rubbing alcohol, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> and a bag to keep it dug in. I often wonder who who buys this stuff, man. I'd seen one, it reminded me of something, because I, I used to, I bought a, when I was a young fucking boy racer, back in the day, when my Vauxhall Corsa dropped 60, man drop it, you gotta drop it, mate. Even had the fluorescent light tubes underneath it as well. Oh yes, man. Oh yes. I was a fucking hey I was a player. I was a boy man and again. I had one of these um it's the like cigarette lighters. You plug in the cigarette layer and it gives you another eight cigarette lighters, right? So you can fucking every one of your pal can have a fag and they go to one time space so you can plug all your shit in, you know? and run it all after your fucking cigarette lighter. Because the car, my car, the... Sod's lawman, right? We had two cars, me and missus, obviously, a car each, in Edinburgh, a bit different from Glasgow where she was previously. Really, unless I'm going to work, car doesn't move, right? So the car is parked, both the cars, and the cars wouldn't move. And, eh... Uh, gave my car away to my brother, because I wasn't really needing it, I thought, we'll just use one car, right, that, that's it, even if I'm going away, or worst case scenario, we need to get another car for something, it's going to be short term, and short notice, you know, we could hire a car if, if need be, and, uh, you know, so it's lost, as soon as I give my car away, her car's fucked, right, so it's got to go in the guys you actually called RAC, AC, you know, this wee guy, man, oh my god, you know, sometimes when, when you meet somebody and you think, this guy's going to be a pain in the ass, and then after a couple of minutes you think, you know what, this guy's actually alright. Nice wee guy, man, just rocked up. Now this is about half past eight at night, right? I, know, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. And uh, I knew the car was fucked, man. Long story short, front suspension spring is fucking snapped on the thing, uh, making a hell of a noise. So funny see it. And he uh, turns up and he says, right, uh, right, mate, just jump the motor and uh, turn the wheel, turn the... Wheel. So I turns the wheel, full lock. Make sure it's full lock. Because obviously if it's no full lock, you know, they can't see it. <laughs> turns it full lock and he goes, oh, big man, there's a crack. <laughs> there's a crack, big man. I went, what? I went, oh, your, your spring's cracked, big man. Fuck me, Jesus, fuck. So basically, drives to the garage, right? still, still driving. Somehow the spring is snapped and instead of bursting through what is the plate that holds it in um, and all he kept saying to was every time I see these mate, you know it just fucks the tyre it just fucks the tyre I mean t- technical <laughs> I, <coughs> excuse me I imagine I imagine when they turn up at a job right that they must just love it if within the first 30 seconds they can understand that you're just a you're just a bloke you're just a normal guy Cause the, you know everybody has the RAC or the or not everybody but most people will have it right, and I imagine if they're called out to like, you know, a posh concert or a fancy place, and what well, what seems to be the problem with with the car, and they've got to go into technical. Well, what's happening, uh, madam? Uh, he, um, madam, is that your? Yeah, the the ball bearing half the uh half the coil spring is and it and t- again when it when turned up and i say listen mate it's been making a fucking hell of a noise they must just go oh i can just talk normally you know by saying your fucking spring's fucked but all i kept them was um every time i see these mate it just fucks a tire you know that's technical speak for bust your tire it's just fucked it just fucked the tire Drove me a garage. Well, I followed him into this garage, not too far for the house. Um, we're going to leave it, right? Now, he's telling me all things like, uh, so many garages, mate. I think, I think a car garage is the last frontier of piracy that still exists. I think now, most people are clued up on joiners, plumbers, sparks. Even a, even a builder. Like, if you're getting a, a high-end bit of work done to the house you know a a wee grand design number there are enough places you can go now where you can see someone's portfolio like you can physically go and see work that they've done or if you're getting something small done in the house you know you're getting like a downstairs toilet whatever it is you can be you will know someone who's had a bit of work and they'll, they'll refer you to person right But I think a car garage is the last bit, the last frontier for real pirates. Because there's, there's so many garages. Even in even within walking distance to my house, there's umpteen fucking garages. And here's the thing. See if you walk past a garage, there's a street down at the bottom of Leith Walk. And from one end of the street to the other, it's just all garages. It's just all car garages. Every one of them has got about six or seven cars up on a fucking ramp, working away, bits of motor lying everywhere, old fucking relics out in the street, they never seem to fix a fucking motor, <laughs> you never see, you never see someone coming and going, I'm just here to collect the wee quarter, that's it fixed and that's you're good to go. You never see anybody fucking coming to collect a car, it's just like a graveyard, a cut and shut job, a motor's fucking everywhere, and any time I need to go to a garage, I am not a man's man in the sense that I can open up on it and go, oh fucking bish bash bosh, to do, that's the, uh, we're going to need to refit a dilithium crystal in there then. not a clue. And I think men who are mechanics, I think that they can smell that fear of other men. I don't know if it's the exposure to the oil um, over a number of years. I don't know if there comes a certain point where it's almost a, a radioactive experience where they've had their hands in so much grease and oil that it's seeped into their blood and they are now able to smell that fear in other men. I don't know. But any time I go into a garage, I always think, I'm going to get bent over this desk and rattled in the arse here. I just feel as if they're going to shaft you all the time. The worst thing you can say to a mechanic is, what would you suggest? Because they'll go, oh, I would suggest five grand worth of work. But the nice we guy for the RAC took me to this garage and he was telling me all about it um, and he was saying that these are the guys who are registered with the RAC and they've actually done a whole load of stuff um, that's really good for customers and blah, 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 blah whatever. So we're leaving a key in a key box, leaving the car, in the car park and uh, we're, we're fucking off and we're literally running the side of his van, right? I've got to sign this bit of paper. Uh, bit of paper. It's an electronic screen, right? Because it's all electronic now and I'm walking around the back of the car ...weigh him, back of his van... ...and I'm going to get in the passenger side... ...because he's driving me home, right? And I swear to God, man... <laughs> he fucking, ...he's in front of me... ...walking down one side of the van... ...he gets to the back of the van... ...and he just goes... ...oh my God... ...and he fucking jumped into my arms... ...he jumped up and into my arms... ...and I shat my fucking pants... ...I'm not even going to pretend... ...that I was a hard man going... ...what is it? I fucking shot myself he shouted, oh my fucking God, and literally jumped into my arms, I think I just threw him off the back of the van, now I didn't know if we're under attack, I didn't know what was going on, and I said, <laughs> so I've thrown him in the van." I went, what's your fucking problem, and he says, a fox, That's a fox, It's a fucking fox, I, honest to God, it was like Captain Man, the way that he'd react is if he's walked around there, and there's six fucking somalian pirates ready to take the twoies into the back of the van i shat myself man he's walked around the side of the van seen a fucking fox in the car park and jumped into my arms the fox has just fucking legged it oh i was so i was fuck it's not when you get such a fright you're like you're laughing right because you're embarrassed but you're shook up man even when we go back at the van, he's laughing. I was like, I says, mate, I thought you were fucking under attack. And then he says to me, oh, a fat lot of good you'd be. And I was like, well, I did not have much time to prepare for an attack. A fucking fox. And he's like, I the fox is still out there. I was like, mate, it's a fox, right? That's going to happen to his. It's a fox. I know we're in city. Some fox isn't going to jump out with a machete and a balaclava put your guy's swoggle what's in the van mate, have you got tools in that van, <laughs> fucking shards, but on the way driving home, no, it's a 10 minute drive right, the guy's chatting away, and he's a lovely wee guy man, he was a fucking nice wee guy, freezing cold it was, absolutely freezing, and I says I was like, this must be a brutal man, out in this weather, he says this is my last year mate, this is my last year, 30 years in the game, Thirty years in the game. I promised myself last year this is my last winter. That's what he said, and I'm sticking to it, man. And it was no, it was. Do you know what? It was nice to hear, man. Thirty years working in the RAC. He was telling me that he gets a wee, uh, no, a payoff at thirty, but they get a vouchers or something towards a, a holiday. He says when I get to thirty years service, I'm going to take my wee vouchers, I'm going to take the missus on a nice holiday, and then that's it, mate, I'm jacking it in. And even things like he was saying, um he says I'm shitting myself because every morning I look out and I see the van parked in the drive and I think, right, that's me, that's 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 my work. But I know when I give that up, I'm not gonna have anything. And he's saying, but I've done this for 30 years, the game's changing, the young boys are coming in. And he actually said, they're not even men, they're just boys now, and they're fucking assholes. That was exactly what he said. He says, they'd stab you in the back for 50 pence. (laughs) And I thought, that perfectly sums up the youth of the day, my man. It was just a nice wee guy, man. Nice wee guy. He's like, I'm worried about the future, but I feel good knowing that I've made the decision I'm going to chuck it. It was interesting just to have the conversation, you think, that, you know, even, regardless of what we're all doing in this fucking rat race, man, however you earn your crust, whatever it is you do, one of the biggest things that I realised for having that kind of brief conversation with him is that your, your house, your home is one of the biggest things, if you can get that paid off, you know, imagine the fucking freedom that that brings, knowing that you've no go to pay a mortgage. You know, the, the opportunity that that must free up, not only in your, in your working life, but even in your social life when you can say, right, you know what, I have grafted for 30 years and that concept of working in one place for 30 years would be alien to most young people nowadays, but you've grafted in that 30 summers, 30 winters, freezing cold. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of miles of driving fixing motors. For what? For what? For to have your own wee bit of security, to get your own wee house, and pay it off. And now it's paid off. You fucking run. That that's what I remember coming in and, I, and I said that to the missus after. I was like telling her about the wee guy and telling her about the fox and. I says that's the way to do it, man. However, however you need to hustle to get by in life, man. You do it until you're secure, you know. And then when you've got that house paid off, you fucking panic, man. And you just try and find something to just to get you by, just to help you survive. Aye, right, nice wee guy, man. Nice wee guy. Talk about the dogs. Good wee guy, man. And then I get the motor back 24 hours later with a fucking whopping bill to get it fixed. Thankfully passes MOT. So we're all good, man. Back in the track. Right, we are. I mean, we're I'm I'm spoiling you with this fucking episode here. What will we do? Let's do do you know what? Let's let's move very quickly uh towards the end of wrapping this up. Let's let's look at some Let's look at some news items Play the jingle. Today's headlines Boy sticks magnetic balls up his penis Cannabis stuffed into the back of a van Wild boar snorts cocaine As always, absolute cutting edge, we've, we've spoke about Mad Andy, we've spoke briefly about Epstein, I don't really want to talk about the fucking election because I think, do you know what, The lot of them are a fucking shower of shite, so we're going to have a light-hearted look at the news. First thing up, um, all of these are from the Metro, if you would like to read further, boy sticks 31 magnetic balls up his penis which got stuck in his bladder for 70 days why oh why oh why there is a x-ray image on the news uh, story of the magnetic balls now what he has done excuse me what he has done here fucking can't you get a jail for this 31 magnetic balls... I mean, where do you even get magnetic balls They were inside a 12-year-old boy's bladder... after he got them stuck up his penis. What? The child said he forced them up there... while exploring his anatomy. What the fuck is wrong with this world? At 12 years of age surely you have explored everything that needs to be explored i I don't i can't speak for the guy right i can't speak for the boy and quite frankly i don't want to speak for the boy but i imagine if you are exploring your anatomy you'd maybe stick something up your ass you don't put 31 fucking magnetic balls doing the japs out of your bobby. why would you do that It says here, he was exploding at me and was rushed to hospital two months later after experiencing severe abdominal pains. Do you know what? This reminds me of the fucking, the last idiot that was sticking stuff to his dick. These people need, these, these people need put down. There, I'm saying it. I know it's a 12 year old boy. I know some people are feeling sorry for him. We need to start getting a bit more fucking hardcore. Say if you, if you bring your Wayne out of the hospital and he's get 31 magnetic balls stuck down his fucking bobby you get getting the jail as a mother and father i'm jailing you and then well there's serious questions getting asked about him buckyballs these are called <laughs> fucking hell this can't be real this can't be real buckyballs what the fuck is a buckyball it says here buckyballs are popular toys Sold in the form of metal spheres which can be stacked into any shape. Oh my god. Urologist Dr. Wang. <laughs> this is the real. This is a fucking load of shite. There is no way the doctor who's responsible for pulling 31 balls out this guy's bobby is called Dr. Wang. This is shite. I'm no buying this urologist dr wang said the pieces were very difficult to retrieve i bet they were dr wang do you try sucking them out due to their magnetic properties surely you just get a fucking steel rod and yank them out dr wang says they tend to slip when trying to grasp them oh you dirty cunt or they form a large ball-shaped cluster this boy needs fucking this boy needs help man At first, it was not immediately clear to medics what was causing the young patient's abdominal pains. Dr Wang said it didn't appear to us to be a gastrointestinal problem. So we pulled him aside and asked him. He admitted that about 70 days earlier, he inserted buckyballs into his urethra. Oh, you dirty cunt. See this is something like fucking just in your mind as a man. See if you start talking about putting things doing your japs It's just you just get ins- you just get a pain in your stomach. I'm an agony even reading this. In the end, doctors had to fill the boy's bladder with air to make it easier to locate and grab the buckyballs, avoiding the need for invasive surgery. You dirty fucking cunt The boy from Wuhan capital of China's Hubei province is expected to make a full recovery and I hope he gets a slagging for the rest of his fucking life well there you go Dr Wan oh people people need help man that is not right right moving swiftly on uh, let's try and get that horrific image out of our mind uh, back to our story with our good friend uh, Richard Hartley Parkinson uh, you will know him from previous episodes he is a hard hitting journalist Um, For the Metro. So let's see what the bold Dickie has been covering this time. Forest of cannabis trees found stuffed in the back of Van trying to escape floods. Yes! There's a story you don't get. We've had people slagging Boris because they can't use a mop. People moaning that they've had uh, tarmacking done so it's stopping flood defences. Nobody is covering the story that the fucking junkies have fled the cannabis farm from the floods, apart from our old mate, Dickie Hartley Parkinson. Flood victims across South Yorkshire and Lincolnshire have been doing what they can to save their most treasured possessions from the floods, including this forest of cannabis plants. Police stopped this van in Worksop, Worksop, Nottinghamshire, after it was spotted speeding. How, why? Why? See if you are carrying a van full of fucking drugs, why are you speeding? Why are you speeding? Just take it easy. Take it fucking easy. Chill out, man. Go slow. Put Classic FM on. Relax. You've got a van full of fucking weed. Calm yourself down. However, the driver and the passenger ran off across the fields when they were pulled over. Officers managed to get into the van and found it was packed full of bin bags filled with 25 mature cannabis plants with a street value of over £20,000. The driver, 26, was arrested nearby on suspicion of growing cannabis. Suspicion? What suspicion have you got? A van full of fucking cannabis plants. Oh, fuck the police, man. The second man is still being hunted by police. Police then went to a house and workshop as part of an investigation and found that the cellar had been flooded, disrupting the electricity supply to the attic where the plants were being grown. Where were they taking them, man? The police uh, involved Sergeant Tony Rangi. What a fucking toilet, he says. Like. What started as a relatively routine vehicle stop led to the discovery of a large quantity of drugs. The flooding has had a big impact on the town of Worksop, causing misery for a number of families. Well, guess what? They're going to be miserable now, because they can't get a fucking joint, because their cannabis plant has been destroyed. However, Sergeant Tony Wrongway went on to say, It appears it has also had the impact of flushing out some criminal activity. ha ha! Ha 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 ha! Fuck you! See, if you're driving about with a van full of fucking drugs, just take it easy, right? Take it fucking easy. I didn't even know people still grew cannabis plants. I think the thing with cannabis, nobody really cares anymore, do they? Cannabis is pretty fucking chilled out, man. I imagine even if the police caught you with a van full of plants, they'd be like, listen, fucking, it's no worth the paperwork, it's no worth the paperwork. And a final story, um, once again from the pen of arguably the greatest journalist that has ever worked on these shows, Richard Hartley Parkinson. And um, The headline simply says, Wild boars snort £17,000 worth of cocaine they find hidden in a forest. Oh, what a day to be a pig. A group of drug dealers have been left £17,000 out of pocket after their stash was destroyed by a group of wild boars, they are believed to have been buried. Sorry, they believed to have buried the drugs in a forest in Tuscany to prevent them from being found by police. However, wild boars dug up the packages and were found scattered <laughs> in the woods. It is not known how the animals coped with the down. Oh, Dickie! eh? <laughs> I imagine nobody baking sandwich. Anyway. Police knew about the drug taking hogs after listening to a telephone conversation between alleged dealers in which they were heard complaining about the balls in the Valentia Sea Valley. A phone call led to the detention of three Albanians and an Italian with two jailed and two others placed under house arrest. The gang allegedly traded £4.4 pounds of coke every month in nightclubs in the city of Arezzo. The drug dealers are not the only people concerned about the number of wild boars in Italy. Farmers are unhappy with the damage they're causing to land while drivers have reported an increase in accidents on the road of Italy. They were responsible for 10,000 accidents a year. They're out there fucking tits and coke. <laughs> they wonder they're one of causing accidents. Fucking digging up land. They're out their fucking box. I mean, I imagine a wild boar could cause a fair bit of damage on its own, never mind one that's coked out its fucking tits. <laughs> imagine being the farmer, just comes in the next day, and his truffles boys, they're <laughs> fucking just white snouts. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> you'll never get them off it, you'll never get them off the coke man. Once a fucking wild boar is at a taste of a fucking ching-ching. That's it, man. My truffling days are over, cunt. I'm fucking looking for Colombian marching powder. <laughs> Maybe that's what they should do. Maybe they, the police should use wild boars who were once coke addicts to locate further drug stashes. I think we're onto something here. There you go. Um, as always, wonderful news stories. Um, you had the fucking idiot who stuck 31 bucky bars, dunny's Japsai, Uh cannabis uh, plant uh, farm was destroyed by the floods in Worksop, and Italy's coked up wild boars destroyed 17,000 pounds worth of cocaine. Right, we should wrap this up, man. This has been. I actually thought this was going to be a short episode, and it looks as if it's been another long one. Um, thank you to everyone who has uh, listened so far. We're on episode seven, man. We're, we're, hey, we're getting in a rhythm now. I mean, I'm enjoying this now. It's starting, to, starting to find its feet. Uh, I'm, kind of, I'm starting to kind of get what it is. So, thank you to everyone who has who has listened. I, I hugely appreciate your support. Um, couple of things as always that we need to mention if you enjoy the show wherever you listen to your podcast if you want to give it a wee review that would be very much appreciated if you want to go on iTunes give it a wee five star review that would be great help it move up help more people listen to it if you subscribe to the the podcast Share it with your friends and family, man. Let's try and grow the numbers on this bad boy. Um, So get on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to the social media. Subscribe on SoundCloud, Spotify, Acast, all that fucking shit. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to my website, scottgibsoncomedy.co.uk. Join the mailing list if you haven't already. It's the best place to keep up to date. There's going to be a whole host of stuff happening in 2020. I have got a few plans for things I want to put into place. So, if you haven't already, sign up to that. It's the best way to hear about stuff that's coming out. Um, 1st of December, I have my last tour show of 2019 um, from my show White Noise, and it is at the Glee Club in Glasgow. I would love to pack this one out. Um, It would be be great. It It would give the show... A good send-off for this year anyway, um, if we could pack this room out one final time. So it's the 1st of December, the Glee Club in Glasgow. It's a beautiful club, man. Um, If you haven't been to see the show yet, please do come along. If you have seen it, and you think that anyone you know would enjoy it, send them my way, man, because it would be a pleasure to have you there. Go to my website for tickets, or go to the Glee Glasgow for tickets as well. 1st of December, I will hopefully see you there. Um, that's it, team man. There's a, there's a, there's not really much else to to plug. Just get online, follow the the social media pages, and hey, let's grow this podcast, man. I'm going to keep it coming every Monday. It's going to be another episode. Um, I'm getting more comfortable with this kind of recording setup. So let's let's grow it, man. Let's make 2020 a good year. Positive vibes. Let's fucking put it out there. If you listen and you enjoy it, share it with someone and let's grow the numbers. Thanks for listening. As always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'll see you in the battlefield soon. Onwards.